We are back for our Christmas Eve special of Stream of Thought, episode number 53. And believe it or not, we only spend about a third of the episode talking about Christmas stuff, anywhere from lights to presents to decorations to music to movies. We talk about it all. And as we, we should, we cover, on this fine we cover the morning. Absolutely. But it's not just about Christmas. No. It's also about other random stuff that is it's on our mind. All of a sudden, just finding in our heart a little bit. How much we miss President Obama. Oh, man. Predictions for 2018 and what's going to happen? Pros and cons. Will it be the year of the woman? Possibly. And then we wrap things up by talking about fantasy. I'm in first place, right? Well, not yet, but I will be, as I am going to be playing the championship game today and tomorrow. And I offer a rare, rare apology to Victor on air. Ooh, that sounds good. Episode number 53, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> it sometimes upsets me because I just don't care for it, but other times I'm in the mood. Yeah. Well, does that reflect your general uh, <laughs> attitude towards the Christmas season to begin with? Uh, first first off, let me say Merry Christmas. I didn't say Merry Christmas to you yet. I'm going to say Merry Christmas. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> anyway, Merry fucking Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. Um, so, yeah, does that reflect your attitude generally towards the season? Okay, here, let me tell you what I do like about Chris, about the Christmas season. Okay. I do, or the holiday season. I, yeah, holiday season. <laughs> I do like lights. I do like seeing decorations, yeah. Christmas trees, and obviously lights cover that. And you know the the blow up dolls in the front, the Santa Claus, and all that. They've shit. come up with these new lights that uh, illuminate the side of the house. They're they're like uh, spotlights that have the decorations in them. I saw a lot of those in oh, my neighborhood, like where a they projection, just, like a projection. Yeah, those are where, cool. Where it, and I, I, for the first time, I saw that on St. Charles, like halfway down between uh, Western and Main Street, and I thought to myself, "Wow, that's really cool." And then I started paying attention. And there were a lot of houses that have these projections on them now, and I think, wow, some pretty cool designs that you can make with these flashing lights. Yeah, so. I I like yeah, everything. Light, lights are great. Lights I are like great. everything. Yeah, lights are awesome. Um, I like everything. What I don't like is the. I just don't say commercialization. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, it's just. Sometimes a little too much for me. For example, oh, yeah. the enthusiasm. Let's take the enthusiasm down a couple notches. I just, it's too much. What like, do you mean enthusiasm? Just like like, like people's over... attitude or the people, the way that people decorate their houses? No, just like attitude like, Merry Christmas! And like, you don't need to be over happy. Who are you hanging around with? Like, I'd love to hang around with I, those type of no, people. No like, one I know. Merry, yeah, I'm no just like, one I it's know all right, says that. Thank you. Yeah. People, it's just too much yeah. for me. It's too much for you. So people, you find that your interactions with people tend to be on the more exuberant, yes, embracing yes. the season side. Sometimes, wow, you hang you hang around with a lot of positive people. Just like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I I wish that there were more people. Well, I mean, I guess too being in a recovery program, like there, the attitude is always people are wrestling with their demons especially yeah. hard this time so i'm around a lot of people like merry christmas more oh, like, what's so merry about <laughs> what's so merry about yeah. it say it's, it's happy holidays yeah. <laughs> i'm jewish um 
But yeah, and yeah, the commercials and thing. But okay, so for example, like <laughs> the for Christmas really this year, yeah. my mom, all, a couple weeks ago, was like, "What do you want for Christmas?" Like, I don't want oh, anything. I know, dude. And uh, and then everyone, my mom, dad, brother, sister, are all like, eh, "Don't really care about Christmas, getting Christmas gifts." I should say, like, whatever. If we get gifts, whatever. If we yeah. don't, that's okay too. And you know. If we get gifts or do something, it doesn't have to be done on this day. Like, maybe just in the next week or so, like, you know, spend some time with my mom or spend some one-on-one time with my dad. Like, not necessarily, like, a physical gift thing. Yeah. Because also, it's a pain in the ass to go to the stores. So, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest here, and my mom doesn't listen to this podcast, so, hey, mom. Uh, But my attitude is, so I'm from a family of very thoughtful people, so... When Christmas time comes around, the gifts are always so thoughtful in regards to they're just the most practical thing that you didn't know that you need needed that you actually get. And so there's this it's there's no competition whatsoever. There's no pressure to like try and get awesome gifts, but the attitude of everybody in my family tends to be one of like they know exactly what this person needs because we all love each other so much yeah. and we know our not just the flaws and stuff, but also the things that like, oh, this could be a practical way to improve your life or yeah. like make your life a little easier. And so that's the attitude they approach when getting that. I mean, like I love, I love it when I, when I open a Christmas present and it's like a, a package of socks. See, <laughs> it's I- like, but, it, and the, where I was going with that was then the pressure sort of falls on me to try and just put in that sort of equal time and energy into it's just like this focused time of the year. Like there's this pressure to get like I I'm sort of like I got to get like the perfect thing, like something that's really great. Yeah. So it's like I got it for for like several people. When in fact, like any time throughout the year, if I see something that someone could use, like I would just get that for them rather than like focusing all my time and energy Actually, at this one, one particular, particular month of the year. Of the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I think that's the approach to take because I actually, it was, and I think since I got my new phone, it erased all my old notes, but I had done that for a period in the summer, I think, where it was just like, oh, someone mentioned something that was like they wish they had and it was sort of a simple, easy gift. And I had written that down Mm -hmm. in expectation of, oh, you know, year-round planning for Christmas makes the Christmas season so much less stressful. My, um... And my mom always says, like, I get the most perfect gifts for everybody. But my brother, too, is, like, he's weird because I'll get him stuff that's, like, perfect for him. And then he just will pretend like it was never given to him. Like, it'll stay in the closet. Like, or it'll, like... Oh, really? Like, just, yeah, perfect stuff. And he'll just kind of be, like, a few times. Not all the time, but a few times just, like, oh, cool, thanks. And then, like, I got him a couple shirts. Never wore those shirts ever. For like two or three years, and I think oh, wow. we—I don't know if we donated them or I took them back or returned them or something weird like that. But I got him like just regifting the stuff yeah, that yeah. like uh, he, he just doesn't utilize that I totally well, thought would be utilized. You didn't, you didn't know him as no, well as you no, thought. No, 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 because everyone in my family agrees like this is this is a total gift for him. It doesn't matter what everyone in your and, family uh, says. It matters how he responds. And if he doesn't wear your shirts, then obviously yeah. you didn't get him very... But to be fair, though, to be fair, again, as my family is generous with giving gifts, they're also generous in receiving gifts. And even if it's a crappy gift yeah. they don't like, they'll use it or wear it or whatever. And... 
as a as an appreciation for the thoughts. Yes. So I, yeah, maybe it's one of those. Yes. Your brother needs to appreciate the gifts a little bit more. Um, and what else is he going to add about gifts? Oh, there's something I can't remember. If it was something about last year or the year before. There was something I don't recall. But it's been a trend. You're saying, yeah, that, that it's, it's not like no, every single gift. No, no, but no, it's like for sure. A few. Does he now? Now is he one of those people who responds very positively to like a gift that he's just been dying for, uh, or is he tend tend to be melancholy throughout the whole? I can't remember. Definitely when we were kid. I mean, when you're a kid, everyone's always excited about everything for the most part. I can't recall. <laughs> I don't remember actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you do it every? Have you done it recently? Like every year recently, or what? I'll be honest. Like Christmas is so unimportant to me that. I don't have fine, detailed memories of last year, the year before. Wow, really? I couldn't tell you. Oh my, I don't recall. Oh, I remember. I remember the holiday gatherings so clearly. I mean, yeah. they're they're just etched into my mind. That's fascinating. Do you guys just stay at home? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So no relatives come over or anything. No, like that. All okay. The relatives okay. Live well, then, in yeah, that's understandable. If there's nothing, there's nothing particularly unusual about that night. Then yeah, yeah. of course you wouldn't remember it. Um. I always remember New Year's Eve. I know, like, what I did every New Year's Eve yeah. for, like, 15 years. That, that so fits your personality. I feel like the dynamic right here, I think, for me, New Year's Eve, take it or leave it. I remember a couple of times, like, going up to, what, um, uh, Marquette to visit me. Oh, yeah. The three of us were there. That was 2009. Paul Hale. No, that was 2008 going into 2009. Yeah. Yeah. That's we were one there. of the few ones. We were there. We were supposed to be for like pretty. two days. We were there for four days, yeah. I think. Yeah. Fuck that. Like, oh, in terms of like go, going somewhere for four days again and not sleeping in your own house or like in a hotel, absolutely not. Well, especially the conditions that we were sort of forced to live yeah, in. Yeah, like sleeping on a couch it, it or really, on someone's floor. Yeah, it really felt like we were <laughs> living, yeah. you know, back in early college days of just crashing. That was on the floor. an epic New Year's Eve. It though. was. Yeah. That was pretty fun. But, uh, yeah. Oh, before we change subjects, uh, while we're still on Christmas, I have a Christmas gift for you. Oh, oh no. And I think it is... What do you mean, oh no? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? It means that I have the most perfect gift. Okay. Now, I didn't have wrapping paper. I was looking for... That's part of the reason why I was a little bit... I did I did shovel my driveway, and I did get the snow off my car. But I did spend about five minutes or so looking for wrapping paper, and I couldn't find it. Jesus. So, it's in my computer bag or my computer case, and I slyly hit it. Did you see it? No. Good. I wasn't paying attention. Do you want me to take it out, or do you want to uh, reach in for it? No, take it out. All right, take close it. your eyes. I think you're going to like it. Now open your eyes. <laughs> oh, man. Look at this. Wow. that That is awesome, dude. It's a it's a 2018 planner. We were talking about which I can't remember when we talked about planning things out, but I remember you were saying, writing like, the, yeah, uh, yeah. January goals. How important it is to plan Dude. your day and your week and your month. And it goes, see, it goes to day by day. You got the whole month. My favorite part about it is that each month it's got goals, a whole list of just like things that you want to knock out. This is so thoughtful. Thank Go you. Go by the month. And I think that's it. It's not too special. Got a little bookmark in here. Dude, I this is so practical. Spot in the back for uh, some papers, you know. It's got a little quilted folder in the back. 
more spot for just notes. Right, I stuff actually down. really like this because <laughs> as much as look at all these notes you can be taking, dude. Look man. at this; it's all notes. So I feel like this is especially. I've noticed trying to go digital with all of my stuff. There is something special no. to actually writing. You got writing write. it down, yep. Yep. hard copy in paper, and like, oh my goodness, this is this is. You're making me feel like I'm with my family. Right <laughs> I didn't get you anything. I no, mean, it's I, okay. It's so I oh. give to give. Oh, thank you, man. Well, I I receive with just so much gratitude, <laughs> and. This is you can give me a couple of those apricots. How about Dude, that? Man, take, take whatever <laughs> you, you, you want. You want the rest of these? Yeah, I'll yeah. Take take, take all those. Um, more apricots. <laughs> all right. There's. All right, there, we'll good. say that's my that's my uh, Christmas response to you is have some apricots. Wow. <laughs> wow, this is this is incredible. Thank you. This is this is too nice for somebody who doesn't like the Christmas season. You certainly do take the opportunity to just embrace the attitude of yeah. giving. I mean. Um, it's remarkable. Um, how was uh, how was hanging out with our old friend Cooper last night? I, I didn't actually get to ask you about that yet. I, um, I'm saving it for now. Nothing really happened. I mean, we went to Main Street for like a drink, and then we went to his brother's house, and then I went home. Okay, so it was like pre- pretty, pretty low key. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it's funny because we're at Main Street Pub, and uh, and I walk in, I'm like, fuck, it's super crowded. And fuck, everyone here is was born in like 1995. Um, oh my god, really? I mean, most. I mean, yeah. You know what though? When we were that age, that we were the young people yeah, who populated yeah. the bar. So which is totally going cool. back to the changing of the guard. Which is totally yeah. fine, but um, I wasn't in the mood to be in a bar with a bunch of people. I guess I should have known better, but I didn't really expect it. I wasn't paying attention, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be as crowded as like Black Black Out Wednesday, you know, and um, I didn't know. Black I Out was, Wednesday was I was thing. surprised that there were more younger people than there were adults. I thought a bunch of adults would be out too. It's not like it was Christmas Eve, you know. It was the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah. But anyway, we're there for like a drink, and um, I misread his text message saying like because he said, "Hey, why don't you come to Chris's house for a drink." And then he sent another text, I'm here now. So that's thought it read like, oh, he's at Main Street Pub now. So I left. So I'm at Main Street Pub for like about a half hour by myself, just taking it easy, drinking a drink, watching curling on TV. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Olympics are coming up. Because yeah. when I saw his text, I had just gotten a drink. He's like, chug your drink and come over. I'm like, I'm not chugging this beer, one, because I'm not doing that. And two, because it's really hoppy, all right? It's oh, not yeah, like no, it's, a, it's, a, it's an enjoyable beer yeah. that I chug in and I felt kind of weird sitting there by myself um, with a bunch of people around, but at the same time, I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. And then I thought to myself, like, oh, man, what would – how would Ricks feel in this situation if the – if places were traded and either I was running late or you misread, you misread my text and you had to be at a bar with a bunch of people that graduated in, like, mm-hmm. 2013 from mm-hmm. high school or something like that mm-hmm. and um, – and – you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? First of all, at a bar, by yourself, loud music, and everyone there is, like, at least minimum of four to five yeah, years Yeah, where, where you would – I would definitely feel out of place, right? Yeah. Where it's, like, it's not my vibe. Yeah. 
You know what? You say that, and I, I'm shaking my head in disappointment you would, you at would, myself. You would somehow make it I know. my fault if you misread a text message. <laughs> you know what? what? So here's what's interesting. So this is something that I'm I, as a continual work in progress. But it made me sad to realize that yeah, my response would probably just be extraordinary anger and lashing out at probably you. Uh, but now that you've mentioned that, it's like, if I ever, ever am in a situation like that again, I'll remember this and preempt myself by doing that. But yeah, no, it kind of disappoints myself that, you know what? I would probably be pretty fucking upset. It's amazing though, too, cause like <laughs> not to knock on people that uh, are like yeah. 21, 22, 23, <laughs> Such a anything like situation. there's nothing absolutely wrong with that being, you can't help when you're born. But what I'm getting is like, it's a completely different energy level. Oh, yeah. It is completely yeah. different energy level a bar with a bunch of people who are between the ages of 22 and 25 as opposed to those between, you know, 25 mm-hmm. and 30. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just, like, it's just way different. Um, and now that you're nearing 30. I know. You're an old man. It's all right. I got a few months to go. <laughs> Hold on to it. Cling, cling to it with every last fiber of your being. Um, so, also today... If this is really our first snowfall. It, yeah, I mean, I we, don't count, we had, we I don't had count, a thing um, a month ago. I don't count snowfall as a quarter of an inch of snow, and then the next day it's gone. I don't count it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is going to be lasting for a while. The snow isn't melting anytime soon. But yeah, no, it, it really is the first month. And it was so, it was so interesting, too, because last week uh, I was talking with, this uh, acquaintance, and he he was saying something to the extent of, uh, looks like we're not going to have a white Christmas this year, damn it. And uh, I looked at the radar, it's like, yeah, no, it, it looks like it'll be pretty clear. And then come, what, like yesterday, I think the weather reports were yeah. saying, weather warning, you know, flash blizzard warning for the Chicagoland area. So Santa Claus came through for us. He used his snow machine. It's crazy. And we, uh, we sprinkled had, us with some This area powder. has had fortunate luck most Christmases with having a white Christmas. I found that we tend to, more often than not to have a white Christmas by the blessings of the Midwestern gods. Yeah. Do you ever, do you ever watch <laughs> that? Uh, do you ever see that Disney movie? Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's from Moana. No, like okay. 2001 maybe, where like this girl or this somehow acquires this this weather machine. There's like this little goal. It's like this little, it looks like a doll, but it's like a ro- It's like a robot. I don't know. It's, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like this little gold thing. And then the little brother starts fucking around with it and just like, it's a weather machine and just creates snowfall everywhere like this crazy snowstorm and as a result like the dad can't come home on time for christmas because of the airplanes and then like they get into uh they get in trouble with like santa claus and the elves and it's it's a fun movie okay it was a disney channel original movie i don't know that at all i never watched disney channel i can't remember the name is that is that your holiday movie no okay i really enjoy elf do you yeah i like this point i like would like Elf. you what do you mean it's such a poor. It's not a funny movie. You just Elf not like Will not a, Ferrell. Not the biggest Will Ferrell fan, to be honest. But it is what it is. I like Will Ferrell, but I'm not like. I will, oh, I love Will Ferrell. No, but He's I so will. I, if Elf is on, I will switch the channel. I will. Ten, really? I will. Ten, I will tend to avoid that movie in favor of something else. Okay. What about the uh, old school? Uh, 
I don't know what the name is, but the old school reindeer uh, Santa Claus movie that had the stop go animation that's from like the sixties. Rudolph. Yeah, is it just called Rudolph? Uh, and there's could, like it could the be Blizzard called Rudolph Monster. the Red Reindeer. Um, I like that one a lot. Actually, yeah, it's yeah, classic, yeah. dude. Yeah, so, that, that's a classic. The where stop, like the, the I, where they use thing how creative they had to be. Like they're just Those. stop go. How much of a pain this would be? But then like ice, they use like foil, you know, as like ice. Are, it was um, so creative. Yes, yeah. uh, but let me tell you, dude, that abominable snowman gave yeah. me nightmares. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, abominable that snowman was pretty really cool. freaked me out. It was. It's Think a, about it. anytime you change the expression on this face, you have to take off. You probably you probably took construction paper. Yeah, cut it a certain way, put the teeth on, and then anytime they have to change the expression on his face, just take off and put on a new like mouth shaped differently. Do that about ten times for about. Maybe a second and a half of emotion that's yeah. going on. When I see that movie playing in the background, if I go to a place, my initial reaction is not, this is a Christmas movie, but this is a horror movie. Really? That's my initial reaction. But it is a classic. It's like, oh, I will, I, I would I would stay on that channel if I flip. Through. I have yet to see a, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, really? Sorry. Oh. I just haven't seen it. I mean, it as somebody who doesn't I've see movies a lot, it's not it's not the it. most shocking thing for me to hear that you haven't seen some wonderful life, so I'm not going to respond with like awe and horror. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's I've seen it all the way through maybe twice. Is it one of those movies where like you can watch it once and you're good for and you're good to watch it for another 10 years like Yeah, good, that you okay I mean you'll always see clips of it on TV when you're if you're ever flipping through TV or whatever. You'll yeah. always see clips. The of thing it is too is like with that movie I've seen it on on TV before, but I know that's something that's a movie I want to watch from beginning to end. It's not like an action movie where you can just watch like 15 minutes of it and you're good. Yeah. I'll watch it maybe once every 4 to 5 years. What about uh Home Alone? Home Alone. I can already tell you've Dude. never seen Home Alone. No, no, I oh, have. Yeah, okay. I like it. Uh, I really like it. It's funny because you mentioned that uh, one of the one of my favorite YouTube channels, Cinema Sins, does uh, basically movie cliches and all that. Yeah. Throughout, and they show the clips of it. It's it's a comedy channel. It's very funny, but it makes fun of movies like that. And basically, it showed how if you watch Home Alone in today's age. It that movie has not aged well. I mean, this dude, the, uh, the kid, is like a sociopath. I mean, he would be no. clinically defined as a sociopath oh, in oh, culture for the Home Alone movie. So it's kind of funny because I, I, when I watch it, it's still funny, but I view it in a different context. Like, oh my god, this is a monster. This is this is somebody who's going to go out and serial kill people. <laughs> yeah, it is. I like watching uh, movies. And TV shows and thinking, like, whatever problem there is, whatever obstacle there is, can clearly be solved with either an internet connection or a cell phone. But this was made in an era where that wasn't popular, so (laughs) they have to go through all these, you know, jump through all these hoops to solve whatever (laughs) issue they have. Yeah, but the humor of, uh, what, uh, injury humor or whatever? Oh, yeah. Like Three Stooges type. Yeah. Type, Physical type humor. comedy. Slapstick Physi- comedy. Slapstick comedy, yes. Um, that really is. I think Three Stooges I, that's is in, That's stupid. so in decline. Real In this day and age. Uh, I like it. I don't mind it. But yeah, when he throws the fucking paint cans over the. Oh my God, dude. And like, oh my gosh, you're going to break these people's faces. Yeah. 
Yeah. And when he, uh, in number, That's num- Home deadly. Alone 2, when he's like, uh, when he like electrocutes Marv. And- yeah. <laughs> this is a dude who's out to kill. Or like lights the rope on fire in Home Alone 2. Yeah. Remember the that? The tar and the tax. Yeah. That? Yeah, for sure. Oh my this goodness. It's nuts. It's horrifying that he could kill. And I mean, he's. He has this demonic grin on his face the whole time. Too. The length that uh, the length that oh. they go through too, just to get this kid. It's like you can easily go through these other houses and avoid. Yeah, all seriously, this, why are you obsessing with this? All of this so- trouble, sociopath's house. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what my favorite Christmas movie would be. Have you have you said what your favorite is? Uh, no, I don't know if I have a favorite one in particular. I mean, I always like Home Alone. And I also, I mean, I could never remember when exactly, but they used to always, they would always have like James Bond marathons either around Thanksgiving or Christmas or both on TV. Mm-hmm. A Christmas story, they do that like 20, they play that for like 24 hours straight oh goodness, on TBS. I yeah. I like a Christmas story. Yep. Um, yeah, I can't think what my favorite is. I don't really watch Christmas movies too much anymore. Yeah, I don't really watch a whole lot. Of TV. It's so interesting. It's probably, been, it would probably be Iron Man three. Is that a Christmas? Is there a Christmas theme? <laughs> it takes place during Christmas. We is were, that the were, one with Mickey Rourke when he uh, like escapes prison and then he like has those giant electrical whips? No, that's Iron Man two. Okay, yeah. yeah, this is the one where he loses his suit and fights a like irradiated human being. Maybe I haven't. Like Maybe I haven't seen number three. You probably haven't. I, well, it's very forgettable. But it's very forgettable. It's, As most third installments of a trilogy. Seriously. You know? Yep, yep. He, yeah, very not memorable. Uh, but anyway, no. I, I, there, there is this ongoing debate about whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Or not. Well, it's funny because like some of these movies, they're not necessarily Christmas movies, but they're they, Christmas movies they, because they come around. They come out like the same time. Well, Every time they come out, it's like around Christmas. The plot of like Die Hard and well, all the Die Hard movies, as well as Iron Man three, centered around the Christmas season. Like, See, I would say Christmas, Die Hard. You can like, the 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 setting was a Christmas party. So I would say you can classify Die Hard as a Christmas movie be- if it. If the plot takes place around the Christmas time, like it's a Christmas, Christmas time, it's the whole point of the plot is a Christmas party. But Iron Man three, if it's just one movie of three and it happens to take place around Christmas time, it's like, eh, that's a little weak. I don't know if you can get away with that. So there's degrees yeah. of yeah of for sure whether or not it could be considered a, a Christmas movie. Yeah, because I really do lean on the side of they. Die Hard is one of those exceptions where they do lean pretty heavily on the Christmas and imagery. Also, a Christmas movie, people have to be looking forward to it for Christmas time. For example, Iron Man 3, like you said, if okay, it, it's not like when the Christmas so season comes people... around. And when you think of Christmas movies, I'm not thinking of Iron Man 3. Yeah. People would think of Iron Man 3. Yeah. People are thinking of, oh, it's Christmas time. You know, I think I'm going to watch some Die Hard this weekend. You know, yeah. as opposed to Iron Man 3. What? Yeah, but I think that it's not that people say around Christmas time, like I'm looking forward to die, you know, Die Hard as a Christmas tradition. But I think it's one of those cult attitude type things of people, even though even if they don't watch it around the Christmas season, they've all sort of unanimously agreed that it's a Christmas movie. But it's just the subsection of the general population. How do you feel about watching movies? 
whose plot or theme revolves around a holiday and watching it out of season. For example, uh, oh, another one is uh, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Have you seen that one? Oh, man. I want to say yes, for, for example, like only once. Okay, for I example, have. like walk, watching Elf in the middle of July. Can you do that? No, so, you don't like Elf. Okay, I, so any Christmas okay, movie. Let me tell you, my, my family tradition of yeah. when I was growing up with my dad and myself, New Year's Eve uh, up through, I mean, freshman year of high school, really, uh, every New Year's Eve we'd watch Independence Day. That was our that was our interesting tradition is to watch Independence Day right before turn to the new year. That was our holiday movie of the year. So every time I think of Independence Day, I instantly think of oh, this is a this is a New Year's tradition. It's funny because Independence Day, though I, yeah. it is called Independence Day, there's not a lot of Fourth of July type of things in that movie. It's just an action movie that takes place on 4th of July with aliens, and it's called Independence Day, so yeah. it's got a little more leeway. You can watch it really wherever you want to watch it, as opposed to, like, Home Alone, as opposed to movies that are really at the center. Yeah, the, their, their core, yeah their core is, the, or the premise is intertwined with the season. Yes. Whereas Aliens Invading doesn't really rely on it being 4th no. of July, because it's not like the Americans ended up you know, winning the, the day. Yeah. They, that was a cool movie. I but, saw that yeah, on no, TV the other I, day. And I still probably, every other year, once every three years, I'll still watch it around New Year's. Uh, the day, uh, New Year's Eve, I'll, at some point during the day, I'll watch. My favorite day. thing is, uh, such at, a great movie, by the way. Such a yeah, great movie. Yeah, Independence Day is really great. Yeah. I, it, um, and that, that has aged so well. That's one of those movies you could still watch. They have awesome. uh, 18 or DirecTV and AT&T did this too. And then DirecTV bought AT&T. Like they just straight up give you all of the premium channels for free for like three days in a row on Thanksgiving. Like oh, really? Thanksgiving through that Sunday. Like all the premium channels are free. And so we just record the shit out of everything oh you get it on your uh, dvr or yeah. whatever. yeah yeah and i checked this weekend to think maybe if they do it around the, around christmas time too but they they're not doing it but i still have movies that i need to watch from like that i recorded on thanksgiving um that aren't christmas themed but just like just since we're talking about movies like i love that too. yeah yeah because uh it oh, dude I'm just thinking about the struggles that we're going to have now that net neutrality is gone. The throttling of services. What the fuck is going on, dude? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I saw this uh, this video that said it was like only like five seconds long, but it showed everybody when they signed the tax bill. Like um, I can't remember what the meme said. It said something like, um, like <laughs> billionaires smiling that they're saving even more billions or something weird like that <laughs> shows a bunch of old white guys like just like snickering and grinning and chuckling and like people that have that have absolutely zero personality to them and yeah. you see them smiling and laughing white bread yes yeah yeah and that's pretty much what it is i'm that's it doesn't get simpler than that yeah and that that's a lot of what's been happening is you have stuff that's benefiting these slices of white bread that, I mean, screw over. In the long run, will end up harming our generation, the people who have to deal with it. But it is what it is. But, uh, you know, stuff like net neutrality, like, that's totally out of our control. That's already been, unless Congress does something about it. I mean, 
they can meet uh what is it internet providers can start charging for like you have to have a special package to access facebook and a special package to access instagram special package to access youtube special access package to access your email like basically you have to purchase add-ons if you want to continue to use social media and uh so yeah that could be a thing unless there's enough internet outrage, but that's neither here nor there. We're heading into a new year. Robert Mueller's investigation is going on, just swimmingly, assuming the Republicans. What can people look forward him. to or not look forward to in terms of politics for 2018? <laughs> Women, man, it's going to be the year of the woman. I that is probably my strongest takeaway from the end of this year. You are going to see, you already see, so many women candidates announcing their run for office. From the local level, like mm-hmm. board, local boards and stuff like that, all the way to national politics of like Senate seats and stuff like that. Women are energized and activated. And I think our society will be so much better if we have equal rep- representation of 50-50 in Congress of women to men. Because women have so many good ideas of how the country should operate that I think it's necessary that they have equal leverage in the political discourse. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. Dude, I'm so excited to vote for so many women in, in this coming 2018 election cycle. I would really oh, love... It's going to be awesome. I would really love to see a government run by a majority of women. Me too. Like, make it 51. Like, even even at 51. Make it 60-40. I, that's fine with 70, me. 70-30. I'm, I'm one for proportionality, though, because the concept Yeah, you of, can't make it 90-10, obviously, but if you can get a solid... If you can get a solid 60-40, I think that'd be pretty good. I think so. And that would allow, too, for there to be Republican women who also can have conservative ideologies that yeah. can balance out the other. But yeah, 60-40, I think, would be... Think I'd, be, I'd, be fine. I'd, be, I'd be fine with yeah. 60-40, for sure. I don't think the country would ever accept that. Like Times are changing. Times are changing, but... Accept it. I really do think we're going to see a wave, a wave of women winning elections across the board come november and that'll that's 11 months from now man man the possibilities the possibilities and that's what makes me so excited and i'm thinking too and i've been thinking about this more is like even if it's something simple i i would totally if there's wherever i end up being wherever my location is or come election time i i'm leaning towards trying to get involved even on a minimal basis even going in for a couple hours making cold calls yeah if there's a woman candidate who's running to represent my area it's i i'm Um, just really excited about it what how does somebody okay let's say there's somebody who is uh a totally normal person just really wants to do well puts puts the needs of society before themselves you know how does that person go from being just a local person to presidency? Meaning, is there a way to honestly – because our parents grew up and our grandparents grew up in an era where you work hard and you put in your time and eventually you, you work your way to the top. Clearly, that's not the case. It's really like you know you know people. You know how to manipulate you know what I'm saying? the comment. You yeah, make deals, public. not just politics but things in general like yes. – there are more today probably like dead end jobs than I feel like there were in our grandparents' oh, age. You know what I'm saying? That's so somebody jobs. who really wants to do well, is it even possible for them to obtain a nomination for presidency if they are 
just uh, trying to do the right thing, work your way up honestly as opposed to maybe not dishonestly, but like deals behind closed doors or, or people orchestrating things to get you up the ladder without you knowing. That's that is going to be a hard question to answer because we're we're in that day and age right now where it doesn't matter how good of a person you are if somebody can find a piece of dirt on you that they can manipulate and put that out there in public opinion then it makes it so hard for just the average decent person to make you know to make it in mm-hmm. the political system you basically have to engage in this dirty gutterball politics so that's why if for whatever reason we do have this woman revolution where we increase majority of women governance by 15% in 2018, which I think is practical from local to national, I think you'll see a significant diminishing of this caustic back and forth of like smearing people and that more just good people can actually run because think about it if you have a democrat and republican who are both women who are all both like decent women they're not going to do the same thing that two men are going to do yeah. which is like try and kill each other yeah in in ads make make the uh, make it who who do you like least uh, mm. you know is who you're gonna or who who do you like or who do you dislike least yeah is who you're gonna vote for whereas you you run up two women in a campaign the likelihood that, that is a, a more constructive who do you like more ends up being the question but that's just my theory. I don't know. We don't have a lot of women versus women I, uh, races. I remember watching a video on Obama. Uh, it was funny because it, it was this was the time that he was supporting Hillary Clinton for presidency for the nomination for presidency, and he's saying one thing in support of her, and but then like several years before when he was running mm-hmm. against her for the. Uh, candidacy for the democratic party he's like you know talking shit so to speak but i will say i'm watching this video i'm like oh man obama like he does it he's doing a great job he's he's doing what he's supposed to do in terms of like hillary did this wrong this wrong this wrong and this wrong but he did it in a very admirable way that where he's he's delivering blows still above the belt and he hadn't like he hadn't succumbed to like the dirty just name calling like pointing and blaming the finger like type of way that you see on tv he, he was an honorable person yes like that and i think that there are those that john mccain was an honorable person yeah. when he ran i mean there are people who yeah there's a lot of stuff you can't control if people are gonna you know you have super PACs and stuff like that that are that will smear other candidates on your behalf but when the buck stops at the person at the top if they say no i'm not going to accept the you know this dirty politics then that's, yeah, there are very few of those people who will do that. Men who will do that. Like yeah. Joe Biden, Barack Obama, John McCain, Lindsey Graham probably. I, I do kind of like Lindsey Graham. I think he's an honorable man. The more crazy things that happen with the current administration makes me realize how much I miss the previous administration. Isn't it? Dude. <laughs> Bring, and bring, I, dude, and Obama's was, having the time of his life in our, retirement, dude. He was our JFK. You know, he snuck into Alabama and secretly campaigned just because he could, because no one was paying attention to him. He can do that as a private citizen. He's surfing with Richard Branson. He's yeah. he he's you know working on all all of these just whatever he wants to do. He's loving life, and that 
I mean, dude, what a better story could there be in 2017 than Barack Obama actually just enjoying life post-presidency? Like being able to after yeah. after the service, eight years of service he gave this nation, for him just to be able to enjoy life for a little yeah. bit and do what he wants to do. I mean, that's it was it was really heartening to see that you know as the country's going to shit, <laughs> it you know that. At least there's one person who's. It must be been great, like to... you don't have to have this huge burden of everybody's watching you. Like, and I think that he had such a burden. I mean, he had all the hopes of the nation please. for eight years. That yeah, and now for just to have that freedom. I mean, it gives me this sense of hope and joy of you know, the the difficult times pass and you can you have time to still reflect. Like he has, you know. I like the too that he was a personality in the sense that he was enjoyable to watch on tv whether he was delivering a speech or was on a talk show you know he wasn't a dry person he had jokes he treated everyone like they were human man i mean that's what i loved about joe biden when i met him back in college is that i was just this random college kid who shook his hand and and he actually took time to be like oh your name is ricks or like well he asked like what is your name it's like it's ricks it's like oh ricks that's that's an interesting name yeah and just even that that brief acknowledgement of oh it left this an is, impression. This is a, it leaves an a impression. personal impression because for that moment that that split second that you have eye contact with them it's like oh you matter like they see you as a human being not as a potential voter yeah and that's such a cool thing to experience when you actually meet in person Obama I, did that great I remember last year uh, when on the tw- on inauguration day how I thought to myself <laughs> I was sitting there. I remember thinking to myself, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Part of me was like, part of me thought that, and part of me was just like, oh, my my heart hurts just a little bit that Is Obama's it? not in office anymore. <laughs> and I wasn't like, I, you know how I'm not a politics. I don't no, pay attention to you politics, you know what I'm saying? And um, I, I wasn't like, all over Obama in 2008 or 2012. It wasn't like I was super gung-ho for this person. But, like, as the years went on and the layers kind of came off and you kind of see what type of person he is, also, uh, also like, juxtaposed just the whole thing with Trump, I, like, became an avid fan. Yeah. Is that when you see... When you see something of a lesser tier quality, yes, what seemed normal suddenly seems supernatural. Yes, (laughs) yeah, it is remarkable that I think a lot of people are in your boat. Even people who don't who don't follow politics at all. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things. But what did um what did you well what are some things that you got your family for Christmas? I'm not going to talk about that. It's n- no, does your brother listen to this? No. Does your dad? No. Does your sister? Maybe. Your mom? Yes. Uh, actually, yeah. That was funny, though, that one time I thought to myself, like, no one's going to listen the second we get, we publish this. But that one time, by we, it's published, and, like, 20 minutes later when you got home, your mom was already listening mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never mind. Don't answer that. You can tell me next week. <laughs> yes. What, what, do you, what are your predictions for what you will get for Christmas? I'm not gonna, I don't want to do predictions for gifts. I think that we've done enough. We've run Christmas. Okay. All right. All right. All right. For sure. Um, I did want to say, and this was, I was listening to episode number 50 actually. And my, um, <laughs> it was on fantasy football. 
And I well, I, real. I want to interject real quick. Did I tell you that I'm in the championship game this weekend? No, yeah. congratulations. I'm in the championship game. Wow. I'm going up against my friend's wife, uh, Amanda, and <laughs> she had Baltimore defense. Yeah, and they scored five points. They were uh, they were at ten points on Thursday, or no, yesterday they played yesterday for yeah. some weird reason. There was a game on Saturday, Colts Colts in Baltimore. Okay. And uh, interesting. She was at like ten points at some point during the game. She only got five. And uh, projections. She was at one seventeen. I was at like one hundred one, and she dropped down to like one hundred six. And so now, I think I have like Ooh. a forty six percent chance of winning. But I feel really good about my roster, nice. and I felt really good last week. And during up until Sunday night, or maybe Monday, like I was like, shit, I'm gonna lose this game. And out of nowhere. Gold scored like twenty four points as a kicker, dropped him, picked up somebody else. I'm feeling really good about this game, dude. Today, that is and so tomorrow, cool going to hear tomorrow as well. Your so. ascension to the top. Yeah, that, you were you were kind of struggling early on in the season. Yeah, it's been it's been very eventful. Tur- turned around. It's been very eventful. You've been on a hot streak for the past yeah. couple of months. I mean, now. I've I've slipped by. I mean, there are a few games that I should have lost. There are a few games that I should have won. You know, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, to get to the championship, it's man. who's got the most how, points how at the end the of the league? game. It's ten people, which is perfect. Damn, yeah, it's that's perfect. That's, that's great size. because everybody can have. Yep. Everybody has the ability to grab a few really good players. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. So I just okay. wanted to, to yeah continue. To I just my, took a huge no, no, no. I just no, took that's, a few minutes to talk about. I fantasy. was going to say I want to make. Uh, I want. I want to apologize a little bit for how hard I was on. <laughs> I was listening back, and I'm like. <laughs> Man, I was really, I was really poo-pooing the idea. I was of, like, because it's funny because how horrible fantasy football is, and I'm thinking to myself, do I really believe that, or was I just trying to be contrarian? I think I was a little bit. Trying I was to like, be a contrarian. what is he trying to get at? And I was like, uh, what is going on? I that uh, upon reflection, I was like, even I don't agree with what I just said. So I wanted Good to come to back. Know. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to say, I went a little overboard on the anti-fantasy football <laughs> trend. And I, I do, I, when I was thinking about it, I was listening, I was re-listening to the episode and what you had to say about that and just hearing the excitement of the camaraderie and the interaction that you have with other people on the team. There's so much positive that comes out of fantasy football. (laughs) I did make a note. I did know that at the very end, I was like, okay, there is positive things to take out of it. But I wanted to explicitly state that like, (laughs) yeah, it was not, those were not, uh, I did not mean to be as antagonistic as it came off of. It was more of just like a combative, I want to win this argument kind of thing. So I was trying to sort of exaggerate this. I think, I can't remember where in the, the conversation, premise. either in the beginning or in the middle. I think I was just end. upset I that I wasn't invited to a league you this were, year. You I were think like that's what it was. going on this tangent about something about fantasy, mm-hmm. and like my rebuttal was like, "Dude, it's just it's fantasy like, yeah, football." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because You're totally right. I was I was thinking about that like the next day or the day after, or maybe after I listened to the episode a couple days mm-hmm, later, mm-hmm. And, I, and I was just... Because normally, normally... It was still call- under my skin a little bit. <laughs> I was like, man, I know this, this conversation's over, but, like, I can't believe he thinks like that. And then I was thinking, oh, like... Yeah. And then I thought to myself, like, oh, man, like, I could have said this, I could have said this, I could have said mm-hmm, this to make it just a little mm-hmm, sharper mm-hmm. argument or just to twist that dagger yes. just a little bit more. And I kept thinking to myself, like, okay, make these mental notes because it's going to come up, come up again, and I'm just going to, like, sniper Nail this. Nail like, them. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too, is because I feel like we have pretty good simpatico, and we come to, even if we disagree, we come to an amicable disagreement. Yeah. I felt like the fancy football debate was was that bridge too far of <laughs> we did not come to an amicable end, and it made me want to, like, reconsider because I'm like – okay, I am kind of being unreasonable. I'm not happy with the conclusion that I left off, and so I want to amend my former position yeah. so that we can have that amicable conclusion because I think we are on the same page when yeah. it comes to the the benefits of fantasy football. And, of course, there's always going to be the potential fit, pitfalls, but yeah. those are so insignificant that really, like, I mean, if it's a problem, then people around you will likely indicate that, but that's rarely ever the case so right fancy football positive thing congratulations on being in the championship <laughs> thank you i was very happy to hear your story about how you ended up getting there yeah because i uh i mean regular season i'm well there's the top four people all finish with the same record nine and five and but i'm in i regular season i finishes third place Based on the number of points scored. But, dude, there are people like Travis, this dude. Like, he's like 2 and 11 or something, (sighs) 3 and 10 or something ridiculous like that. He scored, I think, there's somebody who scored, he scored more points than me. And his ass is like number (laughs) 9. And Sweet Lime is like number 10. He's like, Sweet Lime's like 2 and 11. Travis is 3 and 10. And then there's like a middle record where people That's have the same, rough, and then the man. top four people are. Yeah, nine and if five. you have if you have four people who are nine and five, then yeah, there are going to be some epic losers in that yes. in the re- in the remaining people. Yeah. Those people who have those two and eleven records. Oh, that's rough. It's funny because I think of it too just now as like running the four hundred, where like you know around the turn it gets even. And then as you're going down the one going down 200 meters, people start to like fade out. And then as you go around the third turn, some people catch up, some people come behind. But then that last 100 meters, the guy that's in last place could come up and or last three to 400 meters could come up and win. Like if you if you visualize, I'm visualizing my fantasy season as if you were watching a 400-meter open race. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So describe how you would be placed in that 400-meter race. What, okay, your, what so, your positioning would be as you went around the hundreds. Okay. So coming around the first turn when people even out, I would have been even with everyone or just a little bit ahead. I would have been ahead, uh, I would have been in first place. Um, inside lane? I would have been. Or outside lane while you're in first place. I was probably like inside. I was probably like inside lane. I don't know. I'm not thinking about that. I'm just thinking of like the the, the uh, positioning rather than the lanes. But I was in I was in first or second place, one of those two positions, for five or six weeks during oh, the season. Oh, wow. So almost half the season? Yeah. So after about the fourth game, I think I got to, like, first or second place, and I was there for, like, five or six weeks being first or second. And then, like, the last three or four games, like, I lost two weeks in a row. Some people had won two in a row. And then, like, the last three or four weeks, people had caught up to where I, like, it evened out for the top four people. But, yeah, it's fun. We're going to see what happens Um, today and tomorrow. I'm really excited that I have – I think I have three players playing tomorrow, so mm. it's not going to be over today. Is for me, you know? uh, your friend's wife super competitive about this, or is she no, one of those like she accidental was the one, winners? So Amanda 
we were needing a 10th person, and Amanda's like, in back in August or September, she's like, I don't want to play. And we're like, what the hell? Like, you were in the season last year. Like, we need, a, we need to have 10 people for, for sure because we kicked out one person because he never paid last year or the year before. Somebody else was already in, like, five leagues. Somebody else couldn't do it. So, like, so we needed to have make sure we had 10 people. And she's like, I never win. And we're like, no one ever wins. Like, it's just the journey that's fun. She's like, fine. So she's in the championship game. She's going to get her ass whooped, but. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, did did her excitement grow or engagement grow as she realized she was going I don't to be know. in the championship? It's very, it's funny because we do not have a thread going on. Oh, you on. don't? Oh, no. I, okay. Like, oh. Uh, it only started in the beginning where it was like, this is the draft day. Does this day work for people? Yes or no? So there has not been, there has thread, not been but... any trash talking. Um, the only text message, the only communication I've had with people is proposing trades. And I did like one trash talk on the app group, I think, but there has not been a steady stream of communication between people. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. Huh. That, yeah, you'll have to, you'll have to figure that out. But last, last, especially after the, after the championship, you should send her a message and be like, oh, I'm going to send her a message today or tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Maybe tomorrow. I'll do it today. Do it today. Yes. Correct. But um, her husband, John, they played each other for the championship game who would go last week. Oh so I can only goodness. imagine the two of them sitting oh, on the couch together watching football. Yeah. That's their thing. Every Sunday, they just sit on the so couch watched, and drink some she, beers and watch football. She watches football, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. They she's, a be. fan. Yeah, wow. she's a Bears fan. Wow. So she's an actual football fan. Yeah. She's a Bears fan You're as Bears opposed fan, to everyone else, all, all of our other friends who are Colts fans. The Colts, who are what three and eleven now, mm-hmm. Andrew Luck, first round draft pick. Yeah, that was a bummer. That was a bummer for sure. Did anyone have Andrew Luck this year? I don't know. I had him last year. I had Stafford last year, the year before. But I okay. So I've had this thing where like I'm picking up players randomly, and all of a sudden they get traded to the Eagles. <laughs> I had like Eagles defense, their tight end, their quarterback. I had two of their rec- – at one point, mo- my entire team was Eagles except for, like, two people. And then Ajayi went from Miami to the Eagles. I didn't know this until one day I see him on TV like, what the fuck? When did he go to the Eagles? And then I picked up the, a kicker. I can't remember what his name is, but by the uniform I could tell. I think he was playing for the Broncos when I picked him up. And then I saw on the versus the matchup schedule, like, just a couple days ago, like, wait, wait, wait. He's an <laughs> Eagles player, too? What the hell? Oh, my goodness, yeah. dude. Like, what? Wow. That's that's rough. That's that's a tough one right dude, there. They, I mean, they're doing really well. They the are. The are doing but... really well. Wow. <sighs> Do you have anything else to add? No, that was that was about it. I think that that pretty good. Much wraps things is, up. It's a pretty good episode, Christmas episode, oh, Christmas yeah, Eve totally. right now as we're speaking. A nice, a, a nice uh, eclectic variety of yes. topics that Agreed. are not just Christmas related. Agreed. And it's snowing outside. You know what? Which kind of makes me a little bit happy. I don't like cold weather. I do enjoy weather that is between thirty and thirty-five degrees. If it really yeah. feels like 30 and 35 degrees as opposed yeah. to today it says it's 20 degrees outside, but it feels like 35, it's totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah. There's nothing like a good snow in the winter just yeah. to get the get the spirit in the right mood. For sure. Awesome. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas.
You know, it doesn't really matter what day it is. If it's, uh, you know what? We're going to redo this. <laughs> I'm like, it's been, I'm, five, it's been, it's been <laughs> five seconds. I was, I was trying to do something different and it fell apart immediately. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know, and everyone you meet. Ho, ho, the mistletoe hung where you can see, somebody waits for you, kiss her once for me. In case you didn't hear Oh, by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year Have a holly jolly Christmas It's the best time of the year Have a holly jolly Christmas And when you walk down the street Say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Oh, hold the mistletoe hung where you can see. Somebody waits for you, yes sir, once for me. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and in case you didn't hear, oh by golly, have a holly. Jolly Christmas this year. Oh, oh, oh.